Hey guys, welcome to a new episode of Dream Green. In today's episode, I'll cover the pet trade. Millions of animals are taken from their habitats to live in homes as pets, feeding a thriving illegal trade in wildlife. I've actually had a lot of experience on the opposite end of the pet trade, the more tragic end of the pet trade, because I volunteered for a sanctuary in Florida in which almost all of the animals were pet trade victims. I saw the scars and emotional damage that these animals had to endure because of uneducated people. These animals ranged from parrots from South America, monkeys from Asia, chimps from Africa, snakes, alligators, and even an orangutan. All of these animals had terrible backstories because they were taken from their parents at a very young age to be sold when they look super cute. But people often forget that these animals are wild animals, not a dog or a cat. We had a spider monkey that was abused in his home after he attacked his owner's girlfriend after getting attached to him. That was not his fault. Spider monkeys are known to have attachments and form relationships and bonds. This spider monkey formed a bond with his owner, and when the girlfriend came into the picture, he saw that person as a threat, and as a result, he broke her nose. After that, in his home, the boyfriend put him in our sanctuary and explained the situation to us, and it was just really sad to see that another pet trade victim had come in because they, the sanctuary is overrun with so many animals and the majority, the vast majority of them from the pet trade. Countless backstories of the monkeys were that people thought they were cute, bought them, and then they became way too active and destructive in their homes. I mean, obviously, like, these animals were born in an endless playground with freedom to roam, but now they're forced to live in a birdcage that's three feet tall. It's disgusting and horrifying to imagine that anyone could do that and think nothing of it. Some wild animals sold as pets carry diseases. But lack of education on the pet trade is causing people to neglect the fact and impose harm on these animals for their own amusement. Wild animals are not domesticated and cannot have their basic needs met in captivity. When these animals are captured from the wild, their parents are often killed and they are shipped by plane, boat, or train in groups to be sold in developed countries. What is even more infuriating is that social media is fueling the exotic pet trade. I have seen so many pages where people glorify exotic pet ownership, unaware of how much suffering the animals go through on a daily basis. Most people purchase exotic pets because they're animal lovers, but they remain ignorant of the suffering they go through. I know a lot of the owners that turned in their pets to our sanctuary in Florida did not mean to impose any harm on these animals. I believe that some of these owners really didn't know what they were signing up for and they are animal lovers. They love animals. They make them feel happy when they're around animals. So they thought that buying a wild animal could 
fill whatever gap they wanted to fill in their life at the time. But then they realized how much of a struggle it is to one, keep the animal healthy, and two, keep it happy. So a lot of people turned in pets to the sanctuary um, after they discovered that they couldn't properly care for them. And I, I respect that. At least they are taking responsibility for their actions and actually giving the animal a new life, a happier one, in a sanctuary that is made to provide these animals with the correct food, the correct shelter. And although these animals cannot be released back into the wild, at least they have a chance at having a happy life until the end of their days. I actually also have another connection to the pet trade because when I was younger I didn't realize that this was an instance where I had really <laughs> seen the pet trade right in front of my eyes, but I really didn't, uh, it didn't click in my head that that was actually the pet trade right in front of me. One day my mom and I were at a fair, and this fair had a bunch of different things. It wasn't really specifically um, focused in one area, it was just a fair. And we approached this table and it had sugar glider pets. Now this guy who was selling the sugar gliders had all the supplies and really looking back it really looked like hamster cages or bird cages that he kind of remodeled to be sugar glider friendly I guess but back to the story I saw this table and I was mesmerized I mean I was a animal lover I loved animals and they made me feel happy and seeing these sugar gliders I was like oh my gosh they're so cute mom can I please have one can I please 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 have one and fortunately my mom knew better and told me about the pet trade after we left the area and once I looked it up I realized how tragic the pet trade really was and that was before I had volunteered at the sanctuary so I had no idea how to what extent um, the tragedy really was the sugar glider trade is very very popular in the United States it is a booming business unfortunately many many people view sugar gliders as more like keeping I don't know, keeping a hamster or keeping a gerbil or something like that where, you know, it's not really common, but it's surely not illegal. I mean, some aspects of the pet trade are legal, which is why it's such a booming business as well, because people tend to look at the legal side and say, oh, that is all of the pet trade, but it's not. There is a... 10 billion dollar industry behind all of that glamour of the legal side. Now I'm really not sure if the sale of sugar gliders is legal or if what that guy was doing was legal or not, but regardless if it is legal or not, these animals were taken from the wild and whether 
people face consequences for selling these animals or not does not mean that it doesn't ruin these animals' lives and fill it with traumatic memories and sadness. As I mentioned earlier, there are a lot of people who brought their animals to the sanctuary, and I appreciated those people because some people, or a lot of people actually, release their animals, just let them go right in front of their house, and this causes so, so many more problems. In Florida, for example, they have a problem with pythons because they were introduced to the habitat due to the pet trade and these owners bought the pythons when they were small. Oh my gosh, it's so fun to be able to keep a snake. Um, and then they didn't realize how big these animals really get and how constrictors really can constrict you and like really hurt you if they want to. So some owners just let them go, let them go free. And now Florida has a real issue with overpopulation of an invasive species of python that is really affecting their environment and the state has had to take action. And in the past few years that I was there, I remember there was an ethical conflict with how they were getting rid of these pythons. Um, that's another story to tell, but it, the point is, releasing these animals into the wild caused so many issues, and way, way more issues than I think the owners could even think of happening. Exotic pets can't return to their natural habitats as a consequence of spending the majority of their learning years or their years where they would spend with their parents learning about which food they should eat or what animals they should avoid all of those years were spent in captivity so sanctuaries are often run full of animals because they can't release them all they can do is provide an ethical situation until they pass away the Humane Society of the United States provided some shocking statistics about this. They estimate that the pet trade is the third largest illegal industry, second only to arms and drug smuggling. In addition, five to 7,000 tigers live in the US, but only 400 live in accredited zoos. Educating family and friends on why keeping wild animals as pets is cruel and pledging to never buy wild animals is one of the biggest things you can do to help end the exotic pet trade. Additionally, you can take a stand on social media posts where people are interacting with animals or keeping wild animals as pets. Lastly, when legislation is introduced, take action and urge your representatives to protect wild animals and keep them wild. That's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please follow the podcast, check out my blog at daretodreamgreen.com and follow at dreamgreenteens on Instagram. Until next time, don't forget to dream green.